This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. September 18, 1975, San Francisco Police Inspector Timothy Casey knocks on an apartment door in the Outer Mission. Behind him is an FBI agent. Earlier in the day, they'd gotten a tip that a couple living on Presida Avenue in Bernal Heights were Bill and Emily Harris, fugitive members of the Symbionese Liberation Army, the SLA, the radical group that had kidnapped Patricia Hearst in Berkeley 19 months earlier, in February 1974. The Harrises were arrested as they emerged from their rented house to go for a jog. Information from that arrest led the inspector and the agent to 625 Morse Street, just south of Geneva Avenue near Mission Street. The newspapers reported that they didn't know what they'd find when they knocked on that door, but the FBI later said they did know. They found Wendy Yoshimura, a 32-year-old artist-turned-revolutionary who'd been on the lam since 1972, when the cops found what they called a bomb-making factory in a garage she rented in Berkeley. Yoshimura is tiny. It was easy for Inspector Casey to see over her head at the woman standing a few feet behind her. 21-year-old Patricia Hurst, newspaper heiress, kidnapping victim, and wanted fugitive. She'd been recorded on surveillance video carrying an M1 carbine and yelling commands at customers during a bank robbery. Sometime after her kidnapping, Patty Hurst had apparently joined the SLA and taken on the name Tanya. Patty, the cop barked, don't make a move. She said, all right. She and Yoshimura were arrested without incident. In the apartment was a small cache of weapons. It included the M1 carbine that had been used in the robbery of the Hibernia Bank in the Sunset District the previous spring, the one where Patty Hearst was caught on video holding it. The SLA talked about itself as a revolutionary army, but it was a ragtag group of about a dozen radicals enthralled to a delusional ex-convict named Donald DeFries. Everyone had noms de guerre, like Hearst's Tanya. DeFries's was Sinkyu. Bill and Emily Harris, they were Tico and Yolanda, and Patty Hearst had been involved in an incident in Los Angeles in May of 1974 that led to the effective end of the SLA. The group had relocated from the Bay Area to L.A., and the Harrises had been inside a sporting goods store in Inglewood buying supplies. Hearst was on armed watch in a van across the street. Apparently on a whim, Bill Harris shoplifted a bandolier as they walked out of the store with their purchases. When a security guard grabbed him, Hearst stepped out of the van and sprayed the store with gunfire. She shot above the front door. They made their escape, but the LAPD investigation of the incident led them to a house where SLA members were hiding out. One of the largest shootouts in American history resulted. It ended with the house burning down, probably because of exploding tear gas canisters. 
Six SLA members died, including the leader, DeFries. Hearst and the Harrises watched the whole thing live on TV from a hotel room. Patty Hearst claimed that she'd been raped, threatened with death, and ultimately brainwashed into joining the SLA. In 1976, a jury convicted her of the bank robbery and sentenced her to 35 years in prison. That was later reduced to seven years. President Jimmy Carter commuted her sentence after 22 months in 1979, and President Bill Clinton pardoned her in 2001. She's now involved with charity work. Wendy Yoshimura was convicted of the earlier weapons charges and sentenced to 1 to 15 years. She served three, and she's worked as a watercolor painter and art teacher ever since. Bill and Emily Harris were convicted for their roles in Patty Hearst's kidnapping, and they spent eight years in prison. In 2003, they were both convicted in the killing of a customer during another SLA bank robbery. Bill was paroled in 2006, Emily in 2007. At the time of these events, Patty Hearst's family owned the San Francisco Examiner. Today, it owns the San Francisco Chronicle. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.